Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sipping Tea with Jody B. My name is Jody Brown, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about divorce, owning your shh. And by that, I mean owning what part I played in my divorce. So just to give you a little backstory, I was married for 16 years, and I have now been divorced for three years. Um, my marriage, when it was good, it was good. And then it kind of just quickly went bad. But back in 2008, my husband and I, we separated and then we filed for a divorce. Well, like a month before our divorce was final, we decided to give it another try. And we renewed our vows. We got back together. Um, during that marriage, we have three beautiful kids. Um, we had a house, we had some cars, Uh, We had fun together. He was like my best friend. And then it just kind of went south. So, but today I'm going to be talking about the part I played and taking ownership in that. So my guest today is my best friend, but my sister, not by blood, but by choice, Rashonda. So Rashonda, tell us a little bit about yourself and then just a little background in your marriage relationship. Hello, everyone. I am Rashonda Sparks. Um, I got married in 2010, and I later divorced in 2015. Um, So my divorce was, or should I say my marriage was rocky from the very beginning. Uh, Contrary to what I was told and, you know, even what I saw, I still got married with all of the red flags right in front of my face. Um, He just wasn't ready. But, you know, not to put anything on him and to really own my own. Mm -hmm. I would just have to say, like, during the marriage, um, I felt like I was trying to be more of his mother than his wife. You know, I feel like I emasculated him a lot, like with the words um, that I said, the way I talked to him, um, you know, and I think that I would kind of withhold, you know, out of anger. But I feel like I withheld because, hey, you're treating me a certain way and you still expect me to put out. And, you know, that's kind of like not really possible to do, you know, because that's based on emotion. And then... You know, honestly, I will say this, and a lot of women probably won't own this. I had a problem with my hands. And, you know, when you say something I didn't like, I would want to try to fight him. And then I would want to play the victim. Um, You know, unfortunately, it did uh, lead to a divorce. Uh, We had a house, you know, uh, later on in the end, we do have a beautiful daughter together. Um, I will say at one point we did, we separated three months into the marriage. Then we got back together three months later. And then within that three months, we did have, you know, our beautiful daughter. And then from there, things really went downhill and we separated for two whole years. And, you know, during that time, um, you know, I was still just like keeping hope alive, still hoping to be with him. But, you know, ultimately I would just have to say, you know, I was once asked, well, you know, who told me or why did I feel like I could be his savior? And I really had to ask myself that, you know, and I really just didn't want to believe that he was who he was. But, you know, and once again, owning my own part in it is just 
Number, you know, feeling like I could change him. Uh, number two, my mouth was, you know, very reckless. Uh, really not being able to like really communicate the way I should have been able to communicate. And then, you know, not knowing my worth. And that you deserve better. And that I deserve better. Well, that was some good tea. So we're going to go ahead. Rashonda got it started. We're going to get into tea time. And tea time, which, like I said, Rashonda already got us started. But just we're going to give some more details. So the big topic is I mentioned earlier and that Rashonda has already kind of started. Um, sometimes in divorce, it's easy to um, blame the other person or point out the errors that the other person, you know, had and the part they played in. Um, the end of a relationship or the end of the marriage. But today we're going to take some self-ownership. And the reason why we're doing this is because I just turned 40. Rashonda about to turn 40. We grown and we growing. And to avoid those relationship errors in our next relationships, we own in our sh So we won't do the same thing again. So um, looking back, which we kind of already said, what are some things that you think you did person. Well, I'm gonna go because you already kind of said it. I'm gonna talk about some things that I personally think I did that contributed to my divorce. And you know, I have known Marcus since um, high school. I met him like my sophomore year of high school. So we became friends. And I think even though you know we had a romantic relationship, he was like my my best friend. So, but I think sometimes just within those years, just taking a person for granted. And I took him, I can't say now, and you know, that I'm out of it, that I did take him for granted. Um, he, you know, did a lot for me. Um, we did a lot for each other and we grew up together. And sometimes when you grow up together, one person is growing faster than the other person. And then, you know, you just don't show appreciation as much as you should. And not to say I didn't show I appreciated him, but I was loving him the way I thought he should be loved, not the way he wanted to be loved and not the way he wanted or he needed to be shown um, love. I was like, well, I'm doing this and I'm cooking and I'm cleaning. And I'm like, well, that's not how he sees love. That's how I, Jody saw love. Mm -hmm. So I didn't show him love the way he needed to be shown love and you know, like I said, now out of it, I can see that and I can hear that and I can own that. But if you could do some things differently, um, what would it be? And do you think it would have had a different outcome and that your marriage wouldn't have ended? Hmm. Well, I totally agree with what you said, too. You know, I uh, recognize and it took me a long time. I just had to be honest because it was, oh, it was always what he did, what he did. He was the reason that the marriage ended. It was him, him, him. And then one day. Um, you know, I had to just really, like you said, just take a look at myself and on my own. Shh. Now, do I think that even in owning my own, shh, would things have changed? You know, if I would have handled things differently? No, I don't think that. I think that the end result still would have led to divorce because, you know, ultimately it takes two people. And I feel like I was the one doing the work. And of course, hindsight is, you know, 2020 at this point. Um, but I definitely would have, you know, probably communicated um, better. I would have tried to, you know, love him, like you said, the way that he needed to be loved and not the way that I felt that he needed to be loved. And then just know that I'm not his mama. Mm -hmm. 
You know, so he was already raised. He was already raised. And you know, I've recently um listened to a series by Ron Carpenter and I had to come to conclusion with that also. Like it was dealing with difficult people, but you know, maybe he just wasn't able and capable to handle what I was trying to give him and my expectations were beyond what he could reach. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just have to come to, you know, own that also. And just trying to make something be that really was never, uh, you know, really never never meant to be. Um, And so I think going forward, because now that I have found love again and that I am engaged again, I know that I do, I don't always say what I think. I definitely think before I speak because, you know, Y'all know mm-hmm. me. I can. You have a mouth. A mouth on me. So I don't. I'm very cautious as to what I say, and even if something is said that I don't like, I don't always just you know like try to go for the jugular. So I definitely think um, you know that's a something I have uh, really pondered upon and uh, really try to do some self evaluation about also, and then you know trying to just be less judgmental about things. I feel like I did judge him a lot because we grew up on two different sides mm-hmm. of the track. And while I think I understood him in certain areas, I do feel like I judged him a in a, a whole lot also. And, you know, I don't I have to take accountability for that also. Because, you know, we all are, are flawed. So. Well, I think for myself, um, I do th- wish I had done some things differently. You know, when he would complain about certain things, um, I might would change for a moment, but then I would revert back to my own ways and, um, not purposely, but just kind of out of habit and just getting, you know, like lazy with it. Like, okay, well he not saying that now, but I know he said something before, but he ain't mentioned it. So I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. Um, for instance, my spending, um, knowing that that was something that bothered him, but you know, okay, well, I'm going to chill for a little while. And then, well, he's not saying nothing nothing. Let me go buy this and let me go buy that and let me go buy this. And maybe I do believe if I had been more transparent with, um, Marcus and with, um, the things I was doing instead of hiding it, you know, buying stuff and hiding it in the closet. And, um, and oh, no, I've been having this. Mm-hmm. I, you never saw these? And no one didn't well. You know, it was something new. So that's deception. And that's, de- and that's lying. Mm-hmm. So if I had not lied, if I had not been deceitful in those areas and been more transparent, honest, and um, maybe even tried to change, I feel like he would, I, I honestly feel like... Um, our marriage would not have ended. So I do um, feel like there was some things that I could have done that would not have led us to divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time, you know, you realize that it's kind of just other things had been added into right. um, what the original problem was. Now you have more problems on top of what you already had. But had I handled the original problem, I do believe that maybe possibly my marriage could have been saved. So, um, that's my take on it. But now, as far as divorce, that's another ugly thing. You know, once you decide that, no, we're not going to save this marriage, divorce can be kind of easy. It can be ugly. I know for me, mine's got kind of ugly. What about yours? It did get ugly. Um, and it got more so ugly because of the child being involved. Um, I think uh, for him, you know, 
took advantage of the fact, oh, she probably never leave. And then, you know, once he realized, he hey, serious. I was serious, you know, then he really tried to uh, pound the pavement real hard to get me back. But, you know, by then it just wasn't enough. Um, so do you think there was some things you could have done to make your divorce less complicated? Um, I don't think there is anything that I could have done other than not get a divorce to probably make it uh, less complicated. Uh, ultimately, I, I wouldn't say like the divorce, and that's a whole nother subject. The child support is probably what was mm -hmm. the most complicated part. Yeah, that's about a whole the, nother show. <laughs> <laughs> about, the, about the divorce, because, you know, even once the divorce was actually final, um, he didn't even show up for court. And it kind of was like, wow, you know, it was really like a, a death. And though it was short-lived because we were separated uh, more than we were actually a apart it was just kind of like man this is like still like it's really over you know so I just wish things would have been differently as far as how we were with the child support and how we were going to ultimately co-parent that would have made the divorce a whole lot less stressful I think for me um communication was way off for our divorce mm -hmm. and I think had communication and I'm not going to say on both parts because I'm only mush. Had communication been better, then I think it would have led to an easier uh, transition. Divorce is never easy. So I don't know, you know, people saying divorce easy and stuff. I just think it would have made things smoother, right. especially with the kids being involved. Right. So I think, hey, I used some better communication skills and um, not got in my feelings sometimes and put emotions to the side and just handle business, mm -hmm. then um, it would have led to an easier divorce. But I can always remember my daddy used to say, divorce is like death, mm -hmm. but the only difference is you have to still see the person. Right. And it's very true. It's like a death of, you know, it's, it's a death. It's, it's a the death. end of a, a life. It's the end of, you know, y'all life together. It's the end of, you know, a lot of things. So, and it's, it's hard. But um, I think what, for me, if I had communicated better and, you know, it would have made things much easier. And I can all mash on this part, too, you know, and just kind of worried about what people would say, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and it's, I guess, kind of funny. Like we say we don't worry about what people say, but I can honestly say uh, for me during that time, I did worry about what people say because I'd already had so many naysayers against me in the beginning. So it was like, you know, oh, I got to try to now it's like keep it to prove together, a point. prove a point, yeah, for people. you know, for people mm -hmm. and for what reason. Mm -hmm. people gonna be and I people. think it's not that, you know, we all, like you say, we always say, I don't care what nobody thinks. Mm -hmm. But you do, because I do think even, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but people thought like for me and, you know, my marriage, like we were... The, the perfect the couple, couple, you know, right. like, oh my God, like Jody and Mark is like, that's the couple. And like I said, it, it's a sad situation. It really is now, you know, even that we're out of it. And, it, you know, I can think clearly now because my emotions are out of it and I've healed and I've learned and I feel like I'm once again whole. But it was a sad situation because we were the couple and it wasn't a facade. It wasn't fake. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the pictures and everything, you know, people be like, people put what they want on Instagram and Facebook. But we were happy. We were happy. We were doing well. And then, like I said, when it was bad, it just got bad and it got bad real quick and then ended real quick. Mm -hmm. But um, you do worry about what people think. 
because and it's almost like you know well do should I, we just get back together because people gonna think you know right but then you have to think about your happiness and the other person has to think about their happiness you know as well so but yeah um so because of what you went through what did you learn about yourself that you may need to work on or some things that you're doing now to to grow well definitely uh my mouth and so i do feel like um while I still have a long ways to go, I'm a whole lot better yeah, with sure. it. Um, and I do really do know how to hold my tongue. And, you know, like they say in a poker, poker game, you got to know when to hold and when to fold. And I think I can do um, both now. And I think when I look back on it, you know, the 28 to 32 year old Rashonda is not the same as the 40 year old Rashonda. And, and I can really see the maturity where I have grown, you know, or where I would do a lot of crazy things or you know going and looking for them and things that I have to ask myself now why are you really you know doing all of this because ultimately you know that if somebody wants to be with you it doesn't take all that they're going to be with you they're going to do what they need to do and it's vice versa you know you want to be with that person you're going to put in the effort to be with them and do what you need to do but I definitely can um even in situations I feel now in my current situation you know no I may not always look at myself in the mirror right then and there when it's happening, but I do feel like, you know, I do have some a lot of self-evaluation and try to see the role that I play. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily what they're doing or, oh, you're doing this, you know, well, you know, let me take a look at myself and say, hmm, what are you doing? And I'm, you know, currently uh, in that phase right now, asking myself a, a lot of different uh, questions. I started reading a book, Five Love Languages. Um, which is a very good book. I would advise is, anyone who's trying to get into a relationship or maintain a relationship to read that book. Right. And, you know, and I'm it's opening up some things for my own self uh, that even go more personal than just a relationship. So I am trying to do some self help so that I can uh, have a very successful second marriage. Um, what about you? Well, Counseling for me was a big thing mm -hmm. because I'm not a big talker to people. I like to put on my game face and I'm good. And at one point I was like broke down because it's like, I can't put this game face on them. I'm, I'm tired. Right. So counseling for me really helped. It gave me somebody to talk to who didn't know me, who didn't know him, but was able to give me an honest. And I don't know if counseling supposed to do that, but I feel like God sent her to me mm -hmm. because she gave me honest um feedback and you know with Jody take a look at yourself maybe he was doing this and maybe you know and I'm like well yeah that, that is a good way to look at it so for me counseling really helped and then taking time to get to know Jody again and taking some ownership of you know not that I thought I was perfect but I was like I'm a you know I'm a good wife and I still believe I was but I did have some flaws mm -hmm. and so going forward I do try to practice more transparency um, and more honesty and not only with people, but with myself. Mm -hmm. Like you do have some things you're struggling with Own it. It's okay. No one's perfect and you don't have to be perfect. And the people who know you and who love you, they're going to love you regardless right. with the imperfections and all. So that's some things I'm working on also with communication. Cause I am a, a communicator, but um, I communicate the way I want to and when I want to. Right. This is true. Because I'll shut down real quick and then, you know, you can't find me. But learning to, you know, you still have to talk. Come on, talk it through. And then also learning 
to love someone my next time around. I will love them the way they need to be loved. And those love languages, I read the book, I did the rug book, but actually putting it into play. Because just because my, you know, um, love language is words of affirmation doesn't mean that may be there. So, yeah, you know, I need to hear I love you and you're beautiful and all of these things. But that may not be what they need. Right. So learning their love language and actually loving them the way they need to be, be loved. loved. And that's important. So um, that's some things that I have worked on. And I feel like now I am doing the work to grow. And I feel honestly, I can say, you know, 39 and 40, I feel totally different. Like. Um, I feel like a, I feel like a new person. I feel like I have. You look this, like one too. I feel it. Like I feel like I have a, a re, like I feel rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm starting life over again. And I know, you know, it's forty. It's kind of, I ain't gonna say late, but I feel like I'm starting over. And I, it feels, it feels so good. I can say that it feels good. To I'm maturing. I feel I'm growing, and it, you know, you had your, I had my growing pains, and I feel like now I'm. Yeah, I feel good. Which is good because you did get married young, so. Yeah, I was. that's why I say I feel like, you know, I got married at 20 years old. So, um, yeah, I've learned. And I'm not that 20-year-old Jody. And for anybody I offended, especially him, I apologize. Absolutely. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I can say the same for him also. You know, I never, I always pointed the finger at you. But I apologize for the part that I played in it also. And I wish you the best of luck. As do I. So for our last sip, what are some things from this discussion that you have learned and that you will take away um, from this discussion? Well, for me, you just said something that was um, that I'm still working on is, you know, just really opening up, uh, being a little more transparent. You know, it kind of for with my girlfriends is easy, Mm -hmm. of course. But uh, I find myself even in my current relationship, it has been a little harder I've, it's taking me time to like take the layers off to peel the layers back because that's just kind of like who I've always kind of been and I can hold things in believe it or not and you know kind of internalize them but really just to be able to communicate and talk it out because uh, sometimes I do find like when things get hard I'm just like I will go into my little turtle shell and I'm going to shut down um, so that's one of the things from this discussion that you know I really am going to work harder at is not uh, compartmentalizing uh, those feelings and when things get hard, you know, just see it through because it's, it's going to be okay. It'll work mm-hmm. itself out. It always does, um, as we both know. That is true. And just being my true, authentic self, self, just being the best me that I can be and owning my sh- Thank you. So I think that for me, I've learned um, from this discussion, which is what I probably already knew. No one's perfect right. and that's okay. And accepting people the way they are, especially if you're going to be with that person and love that person and owning your, shh, not in hindsight, but at the moment, you right. know, so doing some self-evaluation in the moment. So I won't have to be sitting at this table again, talking about a divorce and owning my shh, cause I own it at the time. So that's something I've learned. Anything else, Rashonda? Any last thoughts that you want to tell everybody? Yes. I ran home to my parents a lot. Oh, Lord. And that's not a good thing. You know, with every, and they they do say, you know, keep uh, people out of your business. Now, I will say, it did not change my parents' perspective. 
mm-hmm. of him or the situation. They didn't treat him any differently. Um, but for every little thing, I wanted to go. And I guess and I was going to them because they've been married almost 50 years. And I thought they would be transparent and give me some good some good advice. But, you know, once again, that hindsight uh, is really slaps you in the face because I should have been able to communicate that and work that out with him. And I didn't. So I definitely would say the next go around, I sure won't be running home to mama and daddy. No, no. At all. But I can say that too, you know, even putting people in your, your business. Mm-hmm. First, number one, take it to God. Mm-hmm. Take it to your spouse. And then if that don't work, take it to a pastor, a counselor, somebody else. But having different people in your relationship, that's not healthy and it's yeah, it's not productive at all. Right. So a that's a good opinions. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of different opinions. opinions. And it'll cloud your your, you know, judgment. Because mm-hmm. then you're thinking, oh, this person think this and this person. Instead of thinking on oh, what should I do and what does God want us to do. So yeah, keep people out your business, even parents. Right. Cool. All right. So guys, once again, I want to thank you so much for listening. Please um, follow me on Instagram at Sipping Tea with Jody B. If you have any show ideas, any questions, feel free to email me at Sipping Tea with Jody B at gmail.com. Please go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is once again, Sipping Tea with Jody B. Also, I'm on SoundCloud where you can subscribe, and that's Sipping Tea with Jody B. And iTunes, Sipping Tea with Jody B. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back. <laughs>